Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How you day, how you day, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics of all time, and that is embracing adversity. Today's guest is Rob Harsh, as you will find out. But in it, we learn what the difference is between embracing adversity and overcoming adversity. The things that can happen once you shift your mind to a positive mindset. We also dive into his personal story with illness and adversity and what he learned about changing his story and how he learned to follow his true intuition. It's a real in-depth episode where he takes us through a personal journey about what he learned from his diagnosis with cancer and what he has learned from coming out on the other side. I think every now and then we need to be reminded about the power of our human spirit, and this episode does just that. So sit up, take it in, and enjoy. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads, and today's episode is with a transformational individual called Rob Harsh. Now, he's an adventurer, he's a coach, he's a cancer survivor, and he's been leading and guiding people in business, outdoor adventure, and personal growth for 20 years. He's traveled extensively throughout the world on climbing, kayaking, mountain biking, and multi-sport expeditions, and has the experience of a certified mountain guide search and rescue operator. I mean, basically anything adventure-based, Rob has done. But along the way, he is, along the way where he climbed, you know, mountains of five continents, he's basically worked with so many people and understood what exactly our mental blocks are. And he's become known for helping people find that positive shift. So really, really excited to talk about personal growth and transformation through mindfulness, adventure, and embraced adversity today. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hey, really great to be here, Teo. Pleasure is mine. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I was going through your bio and I was like, I don't even know where to start. I feel like you, you've done every, every adventure in the world. But um, naturally, as is with anyone, um, I like to start from the beginning. You know, what, what, was it, what was it like for you initially when you were, you were younger? And then what led you down this path that you're on right now? You know, I, I just think I've always been a dreamer, you know, and, and you know, it, it's a quality we have when we're kids, you know, uh, we spend our days imagining, uh, uh, and, and, and experiencing life uh, on a certain level. And, you know, as we get older, you know, we get a little bit more wrapped up in our minds, you know, we get wrapped up in, in, in working and, and, um, you know, doing all these things that, that we do as adults. Um, but for me, like, it, it was about retaining that that level of imagination and that level of dreaming, and and for me the vehicle was getting out and exploring the world. Um, there there is something about travel. There is something about you know uh, you know walking uh, and climbing up a mountain or walking through a rainforest or 
Um, just getting out in, in nature, there's something so raw about nature, and, 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 it, and it points to that wild, uh, raw part of, of who we are. And, and for me, it's just been a vehicle. Uh, it's been a vehicle uh, to express my passion in life. It's been a vehicle um, to help me transform uh, and overcome adversity. And it, it's also been a vehicle to help me uh, teach and, and coach others uh, what it means to overcome adversity in their lives. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So let's, let's break it down. This idea of ad- adversity. Um, we live in a world, right, today where many people generally don't feel like they can add to the conversation in a positive way. They feel like success is only, you know, for a few people and because of, you know, lack of resources or lack of, um, you know, community with people around there who can help them, mentor them. They just don't feel like that they're in that conversation. How do we get people to embrace that mindset of personal growth and understand that they can push through adversity if they take certain steps? I really think the biggest, you know, so I, I really love that you use the term embracing adversity because um, it, there's a big difference between overcoming adversity and embracing adversity. When we talk about the idea of overcoming adversity, we're actually creating more conflict in our minds. But when we step into this idea of embracing it, like it's part of us and you know, it's, it's part of this journey, um, we're able to then think about how to transform it. I think the other element of adversity is, you know, everybody is looking out into the world for answers. They're looking to to experts. You know, we're listening to politicians and we're listening to celebrities and we're listening to coaches and gurus and, and all kinds of people. But what I tell people is that we each have the answers within us. You know, and it's about really, you know, transforming adversity is about looking within, you know, the world, the world is a mirror, you know, the, the world is a reflection of who we are inside. Um, so how we experience the world and how we react to it is up to us. It's our responsibility. So, you know. That's what I really try to teach people is, is to take responsibility from themselves and understand that there is this innate wisdom, this, this uh, intelligence in the human body that, that goes way beyond our everyday thoughts and what we're thinking in our mind. And so there's a way to tap into that. Um, a lot of people call it intuition. Um, I like to really just think of it as um, uh, experiential learning versus uh, uh, maybe the way we've been taught to learn in life, which is more of this rote learning. You know, we, we, we all go to school and we're, we're all taught certain things in life. Um, but really, the most important lessons I've learned in my life have come through my own experience. Yeah, no, I love the fact that you said the world is a mirror. Um, I think a lot of us miss that because you talked about the idea that we control how we react, right? It's okay to feel the anger, feel sadness, feel all that, but 
how we react to those things are things that we control. And I, I've been guilty of this multiple times. I know a lot of us have been, but we, we, don't, we lose sight of that. We forget that, hey, you can sort of control this. And whether it's out of pride or whether you feel like you have to prove a point where, like, no, we have to say this. How did you get to that point where you found some time to get that extra pause and say, wait, hold up, Rob. Think through what you're about to say, <laughs> what you're about to do right now, and determine if this is the best course of action. Yeah, you know, it it, it kind of gets back to that idea of embracing adversity. Um, you know, another way to think about embracing is is surrender, and, and it's not surrender in the way that that we're gonna give up. Surrender is 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 surrendering yourself to 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 what is, you know, what you're experiencing at the moment, and and we all go through these experiences where. Um, you know, we're stuck in our own judgment and we're stuck in our own ego and our own image and our own pride. But each one of us is the same. Uh, you know, it's only on the outside that we look different. You know, you know, when we look at each other's skin and we look at each other's uh, uh, physical characteristics, but the differences end there, you know, because inside we're all the same. We're all dealing with the same challenges and and you know it's all playing out in these different stories you know and again we think oh okay this person's story is different than that person's story but but when you really delve into it it's paradoxical because these stories that we're all playing out are universal um you know so so this thinking that that we're each pursuing uh, uh, or dealing with different kinds of, of challenges and adversities, I think is is somewhat false because it, the way through it is the same. You know, it's about embracing it, surrendering it, and 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 coming to the realization that we're all just human beings. Yeah, we're all just human beings. Coming to that realization is so key in order for us to move through. Okay, let me. I mean, I'm going to take a pause here from from mindset um, things here and talk about your personal journey. Now, you, you overcame stage four lung cancer. That's correct? Yeah. 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 And you, you, it's been said you did that naturally in one year. I'm, I'm so curious. How? Um, you know, it, it, it's really interesting. Um, you know, I was diagnosed in, in August of 2016, and it, it was an enormous shock. Um, you know, and I, I went through everything that everybody goes through when, when they're faced with something so dire like that, facing, facing their own mortality. And it was interesting because I was being bombarded with, with all of these choices, you know, uh, you know, the, the doctors give you all these choices and then there's, you know, all kinds of things out there floating around, uh, you know, and all kinds of experts who who are, are 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 claiming one thing or another can cure cancer and <clears throat> you know it, it it was really interesting because what what occurred from that was was a real shift in my mindset and instead of sitting in fear and dread of, of, of making the wrong decision and, and possibly dying or on the opposite extreme, 
having kind of this delusional hope where uh, maybe I was just going to pray or I was just going to uh, hope uh, that things would work out. I found this place in the middle. I found this place in the middle that that accepted my circumstances. And, and in, that, in that acceptance, I, I decided to look at cancer as a gift. And I, I decided to look at it as an opportunity. Um, I didn't know how much time I had left, but I, I, I did decide that in the time I had left, I was going to learn everything I could from this illness because I believed it was here to teach me something. It was here to teach me to uh, let go of all the, the things that I was struggling with um, in my life. It, it was a way to free myself from, from you know, some of these, these, these underlying things that, that we all deal with on a daily basis. So I didn't look at cancer as this outright physical illness. I looked at it holistically as, as you know, physical, mental, uh, spiritual uh, type of illness. You know, um, you know the, the shamans believe, you know, if you go and, and, and visit, you know, one of these countries where, 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 where medicine men still exist, and shamans practice medicine, they believe that all illness is energy trapped in the body. And, and so, I don't know, the, this mindset shift, you know, when, it, when I shifted my mind towards a more optimistic view, it was almost like all these new possibilities came in. Um, that wouldn't have otherwise been available to me, you know, and I had a lot of family and a lot of friends who were saying, you know, you know, go get the chemo, go get the radiation uh, and, and, and just listen to your doctors. And, and, you know, there was this voice in my head that said, you know, well, what do they know? You know, you know, I had a really great doctor, but, but he's never had cancer before. Um, and, and, you know, I, I had friends and family that were giving me advice, but they never had cancer before, you know, so I had to really look and say, you know, this is my experience. I'm going through this. I have the say in how I react to this adversity. And in my mind, what I realized was that cancer was a story. And, and for whatever reason, we have this collective story about illnesses like this that, you know, uh, um, you get diagnosed with cancer. You know, uh, I, I, have a, I have a lot of friends now that uh, I've become aware that have been diagnosed with cancer at, at lower stages. But they all come to the same place in their minds, the same story in their minds that cancer is a death sentence. And so what I really did and what made a huge difference was I changed the story. And I said, well, can cancer may kill me, but undoubtedly, before it does that, it's here to teach me something. It's here, it's here to heal me. It's here to heal my spirit. Cancer may change me, but it's here to heal my spirit. Turn in your struggles into opportunities. Turn into anything that it's a negative into a positive. Seeing the positive through that. Um, that's, that's, that's a great reminder. It's, it's, 
it's um I don't know. It, it causes me to pause just because you know a lot of my listeners notice I you know what it's you've I've gone through near death experience. Or I've had similar type of experiences where you just sort of you come to terms with the fact that life can really just snap or, or just go and. And in that moment, when I had my near-death experience, I, I quickly re- realized that I had not been living for the, for as long as I thought I was. I, essentially, I had sort of just shut down and let the world define me. And um, I needed to take more ownership of that. And it sounds like I'm hearing the same sort of things as well. Yeah, and and and, and so this is the universe universal aspect of it. You know, like we're all we're all playing out these stories, but. In my mind, the way through for all of us is the same. Um, you know, it, it begins. It's like the chicken. It's like a chicken and the egg. You know, which comes first? Does does the solution come first, or or does the shift in your mindset come first? And and are the solutions born from that? Are the solutions born from the adversity? So if we're fighting the adversity. You know, you know, we wake up one day and we, we, we have some problem and we, we, we're uncomfortable with that problem. So we just, we just want to find a solution. Um, you know, sometimes we, we jump too quickly. You know, we just, we just want to push that adversity away. But if we can take the time to sit with that adversity and, and, and understand why it's here. You know, how, how did it arrive? You know, I, I, I personally believe that cancer just didn't happen to me. You know, it manifested somehow in the way I was living my life. And I, I don't necessarily believe I was an unhealthy individual. But, you know, we all have these, these, these things in our lives that we struggle with. You know, we struggle with family and we struggle with work and we struggle with friends and 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 those struggles they build up and and they create resistance and and so in my mind the only way through adversity is to embrace it is to surrender to it is to is to look at it with a new set of eyes and uh, so yeah exactly what what you experienced is is very similar to what i experienced and um, through that embracing, you know, all these different solutions came forward that, that um, uh, in my mind, ultimately uh, helped me uh, heal myself. Absolutely. And we talked about, you know, that what, how cancer, had, you know, was something that you basically um, were able to, you know, overcome naturally in one year. But the thing that I'm fascinated about, especially as I was reading your bio, and just getting a true sense of just what type of an adventurer you are. I am so curious about what you've learned about embracing adversity by leading your life the way you did, you do, rather, as an adventurer. Yeah, well, it's, it's really interesting. Um, you know, I'm writing, I'm writing about this now, and, and um, you know, I'm writing about the... the the difference between you know following your 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 logic you know uh, your thinking mind versus following your heart or following your intuition you know I believe there's an intelligence in the body that that no scientist 
no expert is ever, ever going to be able to fully understand. But I believe we each have the power to tap into that intelligence, to tap into that intuition. So there was a point um, not long after my diagnosis where um, I'd gotten the flu and, and you know, I was in pretty bad shape, you know, like my lung capacity was, was, was so bad that I could hardly walk up the stairs in my own house. Um, so going from an athlete who had competed in, in some of the toughest endurance races in the world to, to a person that could barely climb the stairs in my house was, was a, a huge fall from grace. And, um, you know, I, I, had, I had tubes coming out of my chest because I, I had to drain about a liter of liquid that was coming off of my lung every day. Um, and, and uh, you know, I'd just gotten through a flu, and I, and I got a call from the doctor. And the doctor said, you know, Rob, um, looks like from the scans that, that we just did, it looks like your cancer's getting worse. And um, I, think, I think you need to consider doing chemotherapy. And, um, you know, I listened to what he said and, and, you know, I, I went out for a walk, uh, uh, near my house in Colorado in the forest. And, uh, I had this vision, uh, when I was on this walk and, and it was a vision like it was, it was happening right in front of me. And, and I, and I saw myself guiding a group of people up a stone path above Machu Picchu in Peru. Um, and, and, you know, this is, this was part of my business is, is guiding people to these really incredible places all around the world. And, and it was my dream to take people on these adventures because I wanted to, to share the power of adventure and, and, and as a vehicle for transformation. It, it, it helped me so much in my life. And, and I wanted to just share that with other people. And uh, I decided right then and there that, that no matter what was going to happen, I was going to pursue that dream and, 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 and lead a group of people to Machu Picchu uh, four months later uh, at a group uh, that I was going to take in April. And um, I just decided to put, start putting one foot in front of the other and and uh, uh, and having this 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 greater goal of of uh, uh, um, you know following my heart and, and following you know my dream you know it's kind of like I, I just I wanted to make this dream happen um, you know be before I ran out of time. What happened was somewhat miraculous. It, you know, four months later, I ended up. Uh, uh, welcoming, you know, 20, 20 people from New Zealand on a trip to Machu Picchu in Peru. And we spent two weeks hiking through the mountains and, and, um, engaging with the local people. We did a, a we did a project up at a school where we, we, um, uh, we brought a bunch of school supplies, uh, for about 40 kids up in this village up in the high up in the Andes Mountains. And, and you know what? We just had, a blast you know we had a really amazing time it was it was a very transformational life-changing experience for everyone that went on that trip and it was transformational for me 
And I came home from that trip and I, and I went to the doctor and I got another scan and uh, the news came back and, and the, uh, the tumor had almost completely disappeared. Wow. 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 That's, that's insane. Wow. Um, I'm ready. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm really happy that you're here with us today, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that story. Now, this life of an adventure has made you see many, many things, obviously. But one experience that I'm struck by and I was told about was you led a blind man through the toughest adventure race in the world. Yeah. You know, so I think another thing that I'll say is that, you know, another way through this adversity is to really surround yourself by, by others who have who have walked the path you know before you and you know I had an opportunity 15 years ago uh, I met I heard I initially heard um, this this man's story uh, my friend uh, Eric Weinmeyer he was the first blind man to summit Mount Everest and he went on to climb um, the seven summits, which is the highest mountain on, on each of the seven continents around the world. And uh, I was just amazed by this guy and, and, and his optimism and, and what he was able to do and, and how he was able to give back. So, you know, I did these crazy adventure races, uh, which were these kind of nonstop multi-day races where, you know, you, 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 you mountain bike and you kayak and you, and you, and you hike and you run and you climb and you do all these crazy things. And it's, it's a team-based race. Um, and I just thought it would be perfect for him because, you know, every, everything that he did, all the adventures he did were, were all team-based because, you know, he needed, um, you know, that kind of support and that kind of uh, guidance. So, um, you know, I engaged him in a conversation and asked him if, if it was something he was interested in, and, and he agreed. And he thought it was super cool. And um, we trained for like a year, um, and uh, it, it was me and and uh, a teammate that I had raced with for many years. Her name was uh, Kimmy Ranchetto. Uh, and, and then him and a friend – uh, uh, who had guided him up Mount Everest. So basically these two mountaineers and these two adventure racers had come together. Um, we had never led a blind person before. 
and you know they had never done an adventure race before so it, it was this incredible opportunity to learn and 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 it was a challenge you know you know this was a kind of experience where we're creating adversity you know it's where we're volunteering to go out and and take on this extreme challenge nobody had done this before um so we were just figuring it out and uh we went and we did this practice race um and and it you know the practice race could have been could have been the real race that we had, were training for, but we did this race up in Greenland, uh, which is this really just mind blowing, amazingly beautiful place. Um, you know, granite mountains all over the place. There's glaciers. There's uh, uh, um, you know the ocean filled with icebergs and and um, just just an amazing place to go. Um, as it turns out, it, it was a really difficult race for us, and and we ended up not finishing the race. It was it was it was really brutal terrain and and and, and tough tough for a blind man to navigate. Um, but uh, we all learned something about each other and about ourselves through that 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 race. And, and, you know, we didn't give up, you know, certainly it was a failure. Um, and, and this is just another thing that I've learned throughout my years is that we can't be afraid to fail. You know, failure is one of the greatest teachers that we have um, in our lives. And, and uh, you know, the, it, what they say about um, – uh, 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 inventing a light bulb, you know, uh, uh, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb, which eventually lead him, led him uh, uh, to inventing the light bulb. So, you know, essentially six weeks after we we failed, you know, to to do this thing in Greenland, we went and did another race in the Sierra Nevadas in California which at that time was the, the hardest adventure race in the world. It was called the Primal Quest. And it was essentially a 500-mile, 10-day, nonstop race. Uh, when they mean nonstop, it means um, you sleep for maybe an hour a day. Um, so you're basically going. Uh, I, I think over the course of 10 days, we slept for 17 hours. 17 hours. Um, wow. <laughs> I thought I was bad with sleep. <laughs> oh man, it's a pretty interesting experience going going that far without without a lot of sleep. You begin to kind of uh, have these hallucinations. Um, so your your brain, certain parts of your brain, kind of shut down. Um, and and but it's really interesting, you know when certain parts of your brain shut down, you actually become more focused and you actually have a greater level of clarity in some respects. Um, so it's a really interesting experience and it, it's not, it's not, it, I, I find that this happens when we, when we have extreme experiences and adversity, you know, there are certain parts of our brains that do shut down. And, and, and other parts of our brains become a lot more active and they give us that clarity. So it's very similar to what I experienced um, 
in, in dealing with cancer is that, you know, I had to kind of push some things away to allow other things to come into being. Um, and, and so when I, when I was talking earlier about, you know, we all have the answers within us, you know, we all have these experiences in our lives that teach us these lessons. Um, you know, it was this experience with, with Eric and, and leading a blind man through this, you know, really, really difficult race that, that in many ways prepared me for, for this greater challenge that I was going to deal with later in my life. And, and we don't know it at the time. You know, we don't know that, that we're, we're, we're getting these incredible lessons, uh, you know, that are preparing us for things later in our lives. Um, but, but to, you know, to finish out the story, you know, we had an amazing experience uh, in this, in Primal Quest in California. Uh, we suffered a lot of challenges. Um, you know, our, our, our bike broke down several times. You know, we, we had broken paddles in, in whitewater kayaking sections. Um, we had all kinds of things that we had, had to overcome, but we came together as a team and, and eventually we ended up finishing that race. Uh, uh, and we beat actually we there were eighty teams in the race and we beat half the field. Um, so we ended up finishing forty uh, second, um, and half the half the teams essentially dropped out of the race because it was that hard a race. So um, so for me, you know, that experience was certainly one of the pinnacle experiences from from an, an adventure standpoint, but, but, but it also prepared me for what was to come in my life. Yeah. And what was to come in your life was something amazing because you have said that you, your spiritual journey played a very big role into your life. So can we talk about that spiritual journey and then the role of meditation and mindfulness? Because those are just things that embody who you are right now. Absolutely. You know, I, I think, you know, a lot could be said about the spiritual path. You know, there's the, you know, it, it's something that goes back throughout human history, um, you know, within all kinds of spiritual paths, you know, religious paths and, and, and non-religious paths alike. What I truly believe is that Living a human life is is a spiritual experience. Um, we're all having a spiritual experience, whether we want to believe it or not. Um, when I wake up in the morning here in my home in Colorado and I look at the window and I see a deer uh, eating grass outside of uh, outside of my kitchen window, that's a spiritual experience, you know, to 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 watch that animal and to be connected. Uh, on some level, uh, uh, you know, watching this, this incredible creature uh, out, 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 out your window is a spiritual experience. Um, you know, for me, I, I, I've, I've kind of uh, been a seeker in my life. You know, I've been a seeker of adventure, but I've also been a seeker of these greater answers in life. We're, we're you know, at some point, you know, we all ask, you know, what is the meaning of life? 
And, uh, you know, it's a question that will rage on for eternity. Um, but we each have to come to the answer for ourselves. Um, nobody has the answer for us. And I, and I think one of the best ways to, to, to come upon that answer for ourselves is, is through a practice of mindfulness and meditation. Um, the answers that we seek, the, you know, the deeper answers within um, exist beyond our thoughts, you know, and, and, you know, the thinking mind is, is, is amazing. It's, it's, it's incredibly powerful and it leads us in so many directions in life, but, but beyond it, there's, there's something greater. You know, there's a power that, that's, that, that, that's greater than, than our thinking minds. And it's, you know, I referred to it earlier as this, you know, intelligence that exists within the human body. I mean, the human body is a miracle. I mean, it, I don't know that we'll ever completely understand it. Um, you know, medical science is, is, is doing a, you know, an amazing job coming up with new discoveries, but will they ever fully understand the human body and the human mind? Um, I, I'm not sure it can be answered scientifically, you know, but, but we, we can each come to the answers for ourselves and, and sitting in silence. Um, and, and sitting with our own thoughts, with our own feelings, with our own sensations in our body, we become aware of things um, that, that we can't become aware of with our thinking minds alone. Um, so it's almost, you know, it's this classic metaphor when, when you think about a glass of muddy water. You know, and and you set that glass down, and you let the 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 mud settle out, and over time, you know, the 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 layer of mud will sink to the bottom, and the water will become clear. And and in my mind, that's one of the best uh, metaphors for for meditation there is. And it, it's really just about taking the time uh, uh, periodically to slow down. Uh, and, and to really just get in touch with uh, uh, ourselves uh, a little bit more and, and, and you know, forget, forget the world a little bit. You know, the world's, the world's always going to be there. You know, there's always going to be people talking and, and, um, and, and trying to influence uh, how we think and what we do. But if, if we can take time in our day, just five minutes a day to forget about all that stuff and just be with ourselves. Um, there's miraculous things that, that a person can learn about themselves in that time. Absolutely. I've, I've recently started meditating. Um, I'm on a ministry because just three days, Rob. But, but, but I've been doing the five-minute thing. There's this app called um, Simple Habit. and um, yeah, I've, I've started my day just, like you say, forgetting about the world and even if my thoughts ramble, just centering back to, to breath. And, um, you know, I'm someone who is always highly motivated anyway, but I've noticed there's even more intention 
Um, and granted, it's just three days, but I used to be frustrated in the past that uh, I couldn't quite quiet my mind. And, I, and then I was doing the meditation. They're like, it's not a bad thing if you can't quiet your mind. Just always, you know, acknowledge that and then come back. Acknowledge that and come back. And so I think that was my, my hang up with it in the past. I was like, I'm too all over the place. I can't do that. Uh, but I'm learning now. Well, the great secret, I, I, I think, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, medit- there's all kinds of ways to teach meditation. Um, I have been fortunate um, after I was diagnosed with cancer, um, I, I had a teacher come into my life kind of out of nowhere um, who was um, a Tibetan Buddhist Rinpoche, um, you know, kind of a real deal enlightened master. And I sat with him every week um, for over a year uh, learning uh, mindfulness and meditation from him. And one of the things that I really took away from it is is I'd meditated for many years. Uh, and I'd gone through ups and downs, you know. You know I'd gone through my streaks and uh, times where, 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 where I wasn't able to meditate. Uh, and, and what I'd learned from from this man was was that I'd been meditating wrong the whole time. Um, one of the most profound things that he taught me was that the real wisdom exists within the thoughts. You know, so to try and push them away, to try and quiet the mind, is is essentially pushing away the wisdom, uh, pushing away the teaching. You know, it's it, it's within those thoughts when we allow all of it. You know, when we allow all those things that are distracting us and and, and um, getting us all worked up. If we push those things away, then then we're pushing away the real lessons. And and I think that gets back to what we were talking about with adversity. Um, you know, if we push adversity away, we're not going to learn anything from it. You know, it's when we really embrace it, when we really accept it, when we really surrender to those 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 parts of us um, that that we make real um, strides in our own transformation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's incredible. We're getting ready to wrap up here, but um, I'm just curious in your opinion on this. How? Has being of service and empowering others helped you find your purpose? Yeah, you know, I think um, we all have needs. And um, I think you reach a certain point in life where you realize that uh, uh, it's not about me. Um, It's about others. And... Being of service to other people and giving back, I think, is 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 one of the uh, greatest things that a person can do to to get through uh, their own struggle and challenges in life. It, it's like when we when we band together and we help one another uh, through our common struggles, uh, we forget our own struggles. Um, it was something absolutely that happened to me. As I was uh, going through cancer, and and I was you know I was focused on uh, you know taking a group of people to Peru, and you know people thought I, my doctor thought I was crazy. Um, he thought I'd lost my mind, and and I said you know 
there's there's something about there's 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 something about giving of oneself to others, and it creates a greater meaning in our lives. And 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 somehow through that process, you know, I forgot myself, and I forgot uh, the 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 struggle that I was going through because I was helping somebody else. Um, it's something that that I feel very strongly about. It's something that I incorporate into my business. Um, pretty much every trip that that I take people on, we perform some level of service. Um, right now, I'm planning a, to take a, a a large group to Tanzania to climb Kilimanjaro, and uh, we're going to be raising money to build uh, uh, build a school in Tanzania. And to, to really benefit, uh, you know, the kids and, and help them with education, um, and 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 I think it's uh, it's important to create that kind of meaning in life uh, in order to create create balance. Yeah, yeah. When you, um, I, I always say this: when you tap into something bigger than you, purpose is formed. So um, I love that. I love that. Where can people find out more about you? Because obviously you do a lot of things uh, with Awakened Adventures. So where can people find out more about you and how do you like to uh, work with people? Yeah, you can find out more about me uh, at www.awakenedadventures.com. Um, you can find out about my coaching and, and the trips that I offer. Um, you can follow me on social media. Uh, I, I often write articles and 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 and, and, and provide updates uh, and, and news about what's happening uh, in my world. But you know, I'm really interested in um, helping people embrace their adversity and, and and finding these universal ways through. Because you know, I do. While we all are different, I believe inside we're all the same and we're all going through the same human experience. So I think, you know, what I've been through in my life is, you know, I have an opportunity to, to be of service and help others. So, um, you know, if, if you're interested in learning more about uh, the work that I'm doing, uh, shoot me an email and I'd be happy to uh, chat with you. Absolutely. We'll make sure I put that in the show notes, but I can't let you go without asking this question. Uh, my mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. And I'd like to ask all my guests that same question. How do you, Rob, use your difference? Um, well, I, I certainly think that I see the world uh, in a different way. You know, um, I think my difference is that I really choose to see possibility. Uh, in everything that I do, and, and I choose uh, to be optimistic. And, and, and I will say, it's a choice. Every day you have to wake up and you have to choose uh, to see the world, uh, you know, from an optimistic standpoint. And, and so what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to inspire people to see the world through new eyes. Wow. Trying to inspire people to see the world through new eyes is something that I relate to, something that I love. And optimism is a choice. Love that you said that because it is a choice that you choose to exercise. So what will you do, Nomads? What will you do? Thank you so much for spending time with us. It's really been a pleasure hearing your thoughts on this. And uh, thank you for being as wise as you are. Uh, it really, really uh, inspired me to dream even more than I already do. So thank you. Thanks so much, Teo. It's right. been great to be here. Likewise. And ladies and gentlemen, until next time, use your difference.
to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.